morning, you guys. I am on my morning walk. <sighs> Feels good out here today. Spring is here. <sighs> Spring has stepped one foot into this, this month. I feel like we're almost there. Just been enjoying time in the garden and time with the kids outside with the little baby chickens and it's just my favorite time of the year just filled with gratitude this morning as I just think about how the Lord has just gone before me and draws close to me when I draw close to him it's true so true I've been just asking him lately about perfect love. What is that? You know, I've been asking him about like the word love. It's like, it's a word we say all the time, but it's like, do we really know what love is? You know? And like, then there's perfect love, which casts out fear like I want to know what that is because today in our society fear is traded like a common good and um oh good morning bird anyways perfect love In a deceptive and backwards world, we are starved for true identity, purpose, and most of all, hope. We want to be loved, encouraged, and known. We are desperate for a tribe to rejoice with, lament with, and to break bread with as His kingdom comes. This season on Basketful of Bread, you will hear more stories of God's resurrecting power and biblical heart transformations that have altered future generations. We will armor up and I'll pray for you and all the saints. And together, we will see God's promises unfold and petition to be overcomers. We will marinate in the book of Romans, belly laugh, chat about heaven-sent approaches for healing, see the miraculous in Juniper, rope Matt into some Matt chats, and God willing, there will be a beautiful birth story along the way. Hi, you guys. My name is Bethany, and I'm grateful you're here. How many have you had already? <laughs> so you guys have had like how many? 
Like three and three? Okay, so three and three. So you've had six all together. Why don't you guys get some pistachios? No, I, oh, I think. So I'm sitting on the porch this morning, waiting for the sun, listening to the birds, and I'm asking the Lord about this perfect love, right? By the way, this is two weeks since I last recorded the first part of this podcast. <clears throat> but the Lord um, points me to communion. And um, I've been I've been knowing from the Lord for a while that he wanted me to talk about communion on here because um, <clears throat> it's been such an integral integral like part of my life over the last two years currently in route you guys right now so if you hear car sounds you know we're just we're going we're going as we go anywho when uh things shut down in the world before juniper got sick and the lord was um, increasing my strength and his word and opening my eyes to um, who he is and all of that we really started to take communion regularly as a family Um, and usually on the Sabbath, but sometimes just after dinner and we still do, we still love to take communion together and at our church, there's a communion station set up all the time. So I love to take communion regularly. And right before I went into labor, um, with Winston, I felt the Lord inviting me just into this time of communion. And before I had Juniper, I remember he invited me into a time of communion again, take communion. And, um, I, this time with Winston's birth, I just, I wanted to do like a consistent communion thing, like several days in a row, but I just, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't, I couldn't like connect the dots enough. I remember I brought home a bunch of the cups and literally you could use anything to take communion. But you know, Mama Sita here is, <laughs> she's day and night doing the thing. So it takes a lot of mental space sometimes to add something. But I felt the Lord leave that there for me and just be like, okay, well, when you're ready, like I want you to do this on the regular and like more. And so what that's amounted to is um, Sundays, Juniper pushing her precious little cart into the sanctuary down to the front and she and I take communion together. And it is absolutely the most precious, beautiful healing. It makes me want to cry thinking about it, you guys. Um, Sometimes people will come up and pray for her and us and it's so powerful. But I was thinking about it sitting on the porch this morning and I'm like, what is it about communion that has to do with perfect love? And of course, you know, it's no greater love than this, right? Than Jesus laying down his life. And, you know, that's what communion reminds us of is this great love of sacrifice and friendship that we have in Jesus. And then it also reminds us of this regular 
practice of repentance. And I know I've talked about repentance on here before. Um, I've just been really trying to ask the Lord to speak the word to me because with perfect love, there has to be a state of humility, right? And, you know, scripture tells us not to bring our sacrifice to the Lord (laughs) in communion or in any way, in any, any gift or sacrifice we have for the Lord before dealing with whatever we need to deal with. And a lot of times that looks like repentance, right? And so for me in this season of life, I'm in that, uh, you know, it's a lot. I'm, I'm always like, okay, is there dirty laundry somewhere taking inventory? Right. Anyways, I just thought how sweet it is that we can take these, these sins, take our sins to the Lord, ask for forgiveness, and then he will resurrect and redirect us and redirect our steps back, back onto the path and how simple it is and how it doesn't require anything major. We just literally sit in his presence, say we're sorry, you know, go to the whoever, if we need to go to somebody or just go to the father and um, try again. <laughs> when Juniper was really sick, we took communion a lot. And some days when I wake up and I'm just not, I'm not, I'm, I am so weak. <laughs> I take communion and I don't know. I've just started to make it like another way of fellowshipping with the Lord and it's healing and powerful and there's just this beautiful moment of intimacy with Jesus when I'm sitting there and we're breaking the bread and we're drinking the juice and we do this with our children we, we pass the cup around we we love it and they love it and they understand like what we're doing as much as they can at that age and it's just really sweet it's a really sweet practice um, and spiritual discipline. So what does this have to do with perfect love, right? I just, I, I'm connecting the dots. I think that um, communion points us back to the sacrifice that Jesus made right on the cross. And that was the greatest most perfect love you can imagine, a savior who would come and dwell with us and then die for us and then go down, take the keys to death and Hades and then resurrect, live eternally in us if we want. And so it's like this 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 bar right that Jesus sets like this is perfect love um of course scripture talks so much about what love is you know love is patient love is kind it doesn't envy keeps no records of wrong wow <laughs> it's like man what is love that's what love is crazy but if we are to be like our savior if we are to be like Jesus you know, then we should be living like with this resurrected mentality every single day. 
and be in the business of facilitating that and bringing that to other people into our homes, into our children, into our spouses, into our communities, like constantly be the one bringing life, bringing Jesus, the hands and feet. So that being said, this is again, you guys like 12, 12 days later, <laughs> actually probably like a month later. Oh, but the Lord is working it out. You guys, I want to invite you to take communion and, um, I want you to pause this, go grab a cup of juice or a cup of some liquid to represent Jesus's blood and a cracker or a little piece of bread or something to represent his body to take communion with me. So go do that. Go grab it really quick. I'll wait for you right here. And I'm going to read this scripture over us. So once you have everything, the elements in your hand, this is my favorite thing, you guys. I love, I really truly love taking communion. And I'm going to tell you right now, I need this today. I need this today. I had a really, really tough day. I am, I am having to dig very deep right now, um, being a couple months postpartum, and it just—it's hard. It's so, so, so hard. I need to do this, so I'm doing this with you right now, and I am really going to take a few minutes here to repent for my bad attitude today, and just my inability to lean on him. And, um, you know, you take this time and you pray and you talk to the Lord yourself. Um, I'm going to pray out loud for us and I'm going to read this scripture too. So Father, I, um, I love you so much. I really do. And I am truly so grateful for my children and for this life that you have called me into And I'm thankful for the strength that you give me to keep going every day. I am so sorry for my impatience today, for the lack of love that I've shown to myself and just through my general disposition, my attitude that has seeped into my family. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry for not receiving your perfect grace and um i love you lord i love you so much and so i delight in reading your word in luke 22 where it says when the hour came he reclined at the table and the apostles with him and then he said to them i have fervently desired to eat this passover with you before i suffer For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And then he took a cup. So take your cup. And after giving thanks, he said, take this and share it among yourselves. For I tell you, from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. God, thank you so much for this cup. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood that you shed on the cross. For this supper that you shared with your disciples. And thank you, God, for how you want to share this with us. Thank you for pouring out your blood 
in the forgiveness of our sins. So take your cup. I've got my little communion sampler. And then he took the bread and he gave thanks and he broke it and he gave it to them and he said, this is my body, which I've given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. So take your bread. Father, thank you for your body. Thank you for this bread that represents your body that was broken for us on the cross. Thank you that your body was broken, but then but then when you resurrected and when you were back dwelling among your disciples, you were whole again, showing the power, the power that the Lord has over sin and death through your body. We receive your body with deep thanksgiving today. In the same way also, he did the cup after supper and he said, this is the cup in the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But look, the hand of the one betraying me is at the table with me, for the son of man will go away as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to argue. In other translations, though, this is the Luke translation. In other translations... They do sing a song before they go out. And so I will encourage you guys to sing a song, a hymn with the Lord today. Um, what I'm thinking in my heart right now is, Be thou my vision, O Lord of my life. Oh, because I need him to renew my mind today and to be my vision. Not be all else to me safe that thou art. Thou my best thought by day or by night. Waking or sleeping, thy presence, thy life. Riches I need not. Man's empty gift.